Thanks so much for clicking on my podcast and listening to this episode. My name is Ron Matei Barole and this is my podcast, as I'm sure you're aware. Um, cool. So today's episode is with the one and only Wayne Gosling. Wayne Gosling is a fascinating character and someone I really, really enjoy talking to. Wayne is one of the co-founders of Groupon and South Africa, which was quite a considerable success in the South African startup ecosystem. Um, from there, he pivoted into becoming an angel investor and I was lucky and blessed and fortunate enough to have Wayne as an angel investor and that was an incredible experience and I learned so much from him and I still continue to, to learn more from him as time continues I guess um, but this is a really fun conversation um, Wayne and I are very very good at talking so this is a very talkative chat and it's really awesome to chat to Wayne because unlike a lot of other people within the space Wayne has actually done it and he has a number of insights that are really helpful for young entrepreneurs trying to get a grasp onto what to focus on and what's important in the South African and African ecosystem, um, specifically around startups. So yeah, I hope you really enjoy it. And please do not forget to rate and subscribe. And without any further ado, here is my chat with the one and only Wayne Gosling. Uncle Wayne, thank you so much for sitting down. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Good to be here. Do you mind introducing yourself to the people at home before we get started? Or sure. Get started, yeah. um, uh, I'm, uh, uh, I'm Wayne Gosling. Um, uh, second most famous person from the East Rand. Yeah. yeah <laughs> after Ernie else. Um, we don't know she's Charlie anymore. No more Charlie. <laughs> she's been rejected. She's been she's uh, and uh, I run a company called, alongside my business partner, Dan, mm-hmm. uh, Grasco Team Africa Ventures. Uh, shall I go a bit more detail into the, into the story? Where we've yeah, 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 yeah. It's a story. Like that. So, uh, I think it's one that a lot of people don't appreciate because it's quite chaotic, but it's fun. Yeah. So we, um, yeah, kind of 12 years ago now, we, uh, we, Dan and I studied together, uh, felt we were similarly entrepreneurial, had not too much cash in our pockets, um, wanted to build stuff, stuff together. Um, unbeknownst, we were quite um, symbiotic and worked pretty well together. We didn't realize why, but we've, uh, we've grown to understand that across time. Um, so we threw a bunch of things at the wall um, back in about 2010. One of them was a company called Twangu, mm. uh, which we, after a few months, we sold to uh, sold to Groupon in the US. Mm. Uh, a lot of complete utter luck to make that happen. Mm. Um, we went into kind of a tsunami of gr- gr- uh, Groupon taking over the world, and uh, we threw ourselves into it. They acquired us, and uh, we then became Groupon South Africa. Um, uh, an exceptionally fun and amazing and rewarding journey that yeah. uh, then flowed out of that. Uh, personally, Dan and I grew as a, as a team. Um, uh, we then went through kind of a real MBA on like how to, how to run a business, mm-hmm. um, which was Groupon. So we scaled that from kind of nothing to uh, uh, across two or three years to kind of a quarter, uh, half a billion uh, ran business, which in, back in those days was was quite big. Yeah, it was uh, was certainly bigger than what I'm what, what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. So it was a sizable business that we we learned a bunch about. Uh, um, so a great journey. Through that, I think we um, grew to appreciate a kind of our entrepreneurial nature, and that uh, Groupon was becoming this kind of American corporate business. And we want to kind of flex this entrepreneurial uh, muscle outside. Mm-hmm. So uh, how we did that was um, uh, crudely venture-built opportunities we saw out of that. So uh, um, we found a bunch of uh, uh, a bunch of founders um, found opportunities out there, and uh, we built and exited a few of these opportunities. So uh, we sold t- two or three kind of e-commerce opportunities to. Uh, um, NASPAS at the time, and this was 2015, 2016, um, did a bit of that. Um, we did a bit of uh, venture uh, uh, investment. Yeah. Uh, Roy, you know about that. There we go. You don't have anymore. An exit. It's, yeah. it's, it's one I chalk up. It's on the <laughs> website, right? One drop, 
Bam, you go to teamamericanventures.com, you're going to see it there. Uh, Worldwide international, we're famous, yeah, baby. I'm not going to uh, lie. Like, a lot of that type of stuff, I think, uh, is, is probably at the, at the time, and maybe not to some degree, too ego-driven, right? Like, uh, mm. I was part of the one-drop journey. Yeah. Um, so there's a few of that we've done. We made about, uh, I think, in, in, in total, about 17 investments across Africa, a few in Europe. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, we and that, that lands us at where we are today, I guess. So, a uh, uh, group on then closed down. We've kind of just really bit it down on uh, um, uh, on kind of a core thesis, I think, these days. I don't know what we call ourselves, I don't know what we call Team Africa Ventures, our, our, our company. Um, probably a venture builder, a loose term for a venture builder, really, what it is. So, we uh, uh we operate and build things ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, I've uh, I take care of a business called Hyperly, which is a clone of Groupon, um, and that uh, that does its own thing. Um, Dan uh, and I spotted an opportunity insurance. Um, we got into e-commerce and saw that items needed to be insured across the course of time. So we built an insured tech company called uh, Click to Sure, um, which is a funded entity that Dan runs, and that's happening now. Um, and all through the course of time, we maybe slowed on the venture investment, probably probably looking at kind of doing two or three uh, a year that we believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, too, um, if we see opportunities on the periphery, um, um, kind of, or in the centre of kind of a Venn diagram of what's in our surrounds, we like to build kind of opportunities there too. So, yeah. uh, uh, kind of crudely, too, uh, uh, what we're looking at right now is um, uh, we um, we've invested into a. Uh, uh, a, a neobank, um, mm-hmm. a B2B neobank in South Africa. Um, we've got this insure tech business that I mentioned. Uh, there's kind of this, uh, this kind of emergence of uh, um, insurance for SMEs. It's a B2B uh, bank, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, we see this opportunity of the two of them kind of joining and the business coming out of it. Um, and ins- insuring, the uh, forming a business that in- insures the underlying um, bank, if that yeah. kind of makes sense. So uh, that's now an opportunity that we're, uh, uh, that we're launching. We're, uh, we've got Hyperly, an, e- an e-commerce platform. Um, we can see that we can then uh, uh, build out periphery opportunities on that side too, right? So uh, uh, build out kind of product brands uh, mm-hmm. type thing. Uh, so uh, we see home um, as a big e-commerce um, category. We can launch that on um, our e-commerce platform and then pivot out into kind of a standalone e-commerce business and we'll get someone to run something. So uh, um, we we found, I guess it's more bang for your buck when there's, when there's more overlap in what's around us in terms of network, in terms of the tools we have, in terms of the people we have around us. And we look to maximize on those kind of core fundamentals instead of calling ourselves kind of a, a venture builder or a, a, a VC um, or operators. We, we like to look what's around us and put the pieces together and maybe put, throw a bit of money at it to make it, yeah. to make it work. So uh, uh, that's what Team Africa Ventures is, um, some sort of a mesh of uh, uh, a old company and, and a venture build. Yeah. So, so it sounds quite messy. And that, that's to me is always a sign of a good thing because the things that are very easy to define and are very simplistic don't exist. Do you know what I mean? And like, because um, like, like, I was saying to you earlier, there's this company I know that doesn't operate in the private space and doesn't operate in the government space, but operates like right in the middle and they do a lot of work that's really impactful. And like, there's no definition for what they are right now because it's very new. Yeah. And the same with a lot of the stuff that you guys are doing. There's no real hard and easy definition because there's no like, I don't know, there's no parody of you yet. Yeah. (laughs) Once you parody something, you know it's a legitimate thing. Because the parody suggests that people can recognize it and they can recognize the satire behind it. Yeah. So, like, it's very easy to rip off, like, big VC firms in the States because they're so easy to spot that you can parody them. Yeah. But, like, a lot of the work that you're doing, which is very market-specific, right, because you can't have... you know, like benchmark Sequoia Capital, A16Z Cap Energy in Africa, because there's too many things that are just missing. Yeah. Right. So it's like we're making this incredible pasta, and no one has pasta <laughs> like uh, spoons. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, guys, look at my pasta. It's like, I yeah. eat it. And it's like, you never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I can appreciate that, and I think it speaks back to understanding that you need to almost get involved to solve certain problems. Yeah. As opposed to like waiting for them to happen. You know, and, and I appreciate that a lot. And um, as someone who took investment from you guys, um, it makes a huge difference. Because, um, yeah, this is a cowboy's game in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And, like, you don't want the sheriff telling you what to do. Yeah. Well, the sheriff doesn't know what a cowboy's yeah, like. 100%, yeah. You know I mean? 
So, so no, no, that's awesome, that's awesome. And uh, so you're originally from South Africa, originally from Joburg, moved to Cape Town, started Hyperly. Uh, I mean, start, start to UMA, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, cool. And so this is like, it's, it's almost been like a decade now since it all began. Yeah, 12 years. Okay. Uh, 20, 2010, that's right. 2010, I'm going to take a very long like swing at this, but <laughs> do you feel like there was a pre-Groupon Wayne and a post-Groupon Wayne and like that experience almost turned you into a different animal altogether? Sure. Yeah. I, I almost break it down into kind of three things. So yeah. I spent a bit of time in... Um, uh, it finished school, uh, did the, uh, the, the the typical privileged South African thing of going yeah. to Europe and the US and bumming around there for a while, and uh, um, settled in the UK for kind of uh, three or four years uh, in um, uh, in Accenture, yeah. South Consulting, and uh, nice. um, Consulting. Yeah, it's, it, it, it was horrific. It was yeah. horrific. It was um, it was supremely structured. It was a society that uh, I struggled with because it was just such strata and yeah. uh, uh, um, there's kind of the upper class, you don't bash on that. You're kind of this middle class uh, that, uh, uh, that, that, that Aussies and Saffirs try yeah. to fit into, but you're kind of still an outsider kind of in that kind of, uh, in that society. And um, it was just so structured and uh, uh, really kind of constricting for me. Um, and and brought me home uh, uh, to South Africa quite quickly off yeah. the back of that. So it was this this environment where I, um, I, I, I I felt entrepreneurial. I done one or two things that never really stuck, uh, but then left as I mentioned. Um, came back with the intent of like uh, really really want to explore what I needed to be and provide value to South Africa and uh, grow into what I need to be. And um, did the MBA is thinking that is kind of a good base to get into that. It isn't. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's a good way to get a job. Uh, that's yeah, and, and, and a good year to waste, a good, a good, uh, good time to waste a year and have a lot yeah. of fun and get to know about yourself a lot. But uh, you, you, you probably don't learn too much. Um, it then all kicked off this Groupon thing that right. happened um, so incredibly quickly mm. um, uh, and grew massively, but it was so well-funded, uh, um, made me think, and I was just kind of this incredible entrepreneur too. Yeah. It, it, it was ambiguous, and uh, you're operating in um, South Africa, but there was kind of this fallback that you, you have this brand, and you have money that's kind of helping you get going type thing. And uh, um, so, so there was this change from, from not having anything to learning a whole bunch within this Groupon environment, um, uh, and that came to an end after kind of five years. I then see kind of this third way and that emerged after that. Mm. It was a way in the thought that, um, yeah, I, I can just kind of uh, take that operating model that I had within in Groupon, this kind of well-funded, uh, um, semi-tied together, American-run philosophy on business and put it into, uh, and just put it onto what we had over here. Yeah. Um, no brand, uh, bootstrapped elements, um, and kind of off you go again. Correct. And that all just sunk back down to kind of zero. <laughs> it was really the wrong philosophy we look, took at it. Like we didn't have that kind of bootstrap scrappiness that uh, um, I, I bypassed that level. I think Great. when Group One came about, because um, it just happened so quickly, and uh, um, uh, went back to uh, uh, went back to really fundamental learnings that I should have probably had in kind of 2013, 2014, um, when I was kind of in this kind of Group One bubble, and. Uh, um, kind of 2016, 2017, 2018 was um, was really feeling kind of an entrepreneurial journey, kind of for the first time uh, that I'd seen kind of in my, 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 my kind of my peers around me, and uh, all the while we're kind of investing and advising, and through Groupon we invested and advised, but like yeah. really learnt kind of the pain that was on that side of the, the, the table, Correct. the pain of really running um, a business that's bootstrapped, started from scratch, needed funding uh, type thing. So uh, in some ways, uh, this third way emerged that I think I'm quite uncomfortable with my skin right now mm. and um, so happy with what we're doing um, under the TA, TAV umbrella, uh, um, but it's come really from 2016 onwards outside of Groupon, learning from scratch again, um, uh, how, to, how to build things in this really scrappy nature that you mentioned, mm. quite hard in South Africa, as, as you mentioned too. So uh, uh, yeah, it's kind of run off a question, kind of three, three types of Wayne, and um, I think kind of the Wayne right now, and the TAV 
uh, now, Team Africa Ventures right now, um, uh, is a far more well-rounded entity that uh, uh, I think does what it does quite nicely, and I'm just so comfortable doing it, happy doing it, um, in South Africa right now. So I hope that kind of, uh, hope that answers your question. <laughs> kind of, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think the, 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 the big takeaway that I'm getting is that it's almost like... Um, you went through different phases to get to a certain amount of anti-fragility at this kind of stage. 100%. Right? And yeah. like the hard thing about that is, yeah, bro, growth is fucking sore, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's not like, it's like, and that's the thing about, about this game is that like, it's, it's really shit most of the time. Yeah. But you're really just chasing those very momentary highs that like get you high and then show you where you need to go. And then you come down and you're like, oh, I don't mind sitting in the trenches anymore because I know where we're going. If that yeah, not a percent. It sounds like, if anything, um, Groupon was almost like your crypto moment. Yeah. And you're like, I've got like, tons of friends who are millionaires. And, yeah. Well, they were millionaires. <laughs> Shout out to the crypto crash. Um, and like, dude, I know way too many people who are like trying to start like crypto investment firms in like 2017. Yeah. Like when the market was going, uh, like, hey, yeah. And I was like, but guys, you don't know anything about crypto. And they're like, yes, we do. Yeah. Look how much money we've made. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. But I mean, like, anyone could have made that money by mistake. Yeah. Like, I was like, no, we know what we're doing. And then it would crash. And then they'd be like, actually, we don't know what to drink. Yeah. And then they'd sell off. And then keep some. And then it would go up again. And then do it. And like, it's only now that I've seen like a handful of them like actually become like, uh, financially aware and actually become yeah. intelligent around these kind of decisions. And I always say that like crashes are wonderful because they really help you like clean out your laundry, and help you rethink the entire yeah. model from scratch. And as someone who's been through quite a tumultuous uh, entrepreneurial journey, um, I'm so grateful for it now. Yeah. Yet, right? yeah. Like, of course, I wouldn't mind an extra, you know, a few hundred million dollars. Yeah, bank, sure. Right? But I'm also kind of like a bit like, I'm kind of glad I didn't get really wealthy when I was young. Yeah. Because, like, I'd be at rehab now. You know I mean? <laughs> 100%. You, you used a very nice word earlier, which was kind of anti-fragile, which yeah. I think that I've grown to appreciate. So uh, yeah, yeah. the crypto Groupon thing is the exact same uh, mention. Yeah, yeah. uh, you, you mentioned a group, uh, the, the crypto uh, analogy. It's exactly the same thing. Correct. Um, I've grown to appreciate, and I think that... Uh, uh, the way that I kind of view myself, myself now and the way I think TAV view, view ourselves right now, um, when we invest or, or build, uh, kind of two words kind of come to mind. And one is kind of equanimity and uh, 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 appreciating the, the, the degree of difficulty that someone has to go through and being uh, um, calm through that for, 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 for someone and being a sounding board. And that, yeah, that's the second word, is being the kind of the conciliary type thing where mm. you... Uh, Things have to go up. Things have to go down. They will go up and down. And uh, you, we are that sounding board uh, for for people when we invest in them or, or kind of help them businesses, build businesses. Um, yeah, we we know that things will go up and down. The things that we have right now go up and down, and uh, uh, we're very appreciative of that. I think we also have this um, the Silicon Valley lens of that you mentioned the sequoias and things like that. I mean mm. that they just are only going to invest in that, things that are kind of 30, 40, 50x. Mm. Uh, um, uh, we don't operate in that world, Correct. I don't think. And, uh, and you shouldn't chase uh, that. 100%. It took me a, quite a while. The kind of the 2016 onwards, when uh, um, that reality kind of sank in. Yeah. Um, a lot of it's kind of that kind of ego boost, thinking that you're operating in a world like that, and we're not. And uh, uh, as I mentioned, we, we approach things with kind of a, an equanimity and a reality, and uh, um, yeah, they're to support and other things get up and down. And we're uh, as long as we can kind of squint and have uh, that long-term vision in mind for those businesses or whatever we're operating in, we're uh, we're cool. Like, long term is a great a great word. You, you mentioned yeah, yeah. getting rich and uh, you'd be in rehab. Yeah. Exactly. You want to kind of take that kind of. Uh, slower, more arduous route. That's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably the life you really want to live. Yeah. Correct, correct. Because then at least you know how you got there, and you know how to stay there, and you know how to grow. Yeah. Whereas I know a lot of people who got rich and don't know how to get richer, or a lot of who got rich and then lost a lot of money. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it, it's tough. It's damn tough. Yeah. But it's it's very rewarding and it's very exciting. Um. So I think another thing you said that was really interesting that I really appreciate is you're talking about like the economy to understand that some things are difficult. Like, the older I get, the more I'm like, wow, most things are really challenging. Yeah. You know I mean, like, uh, I was on a date with a lady the other night, 
and she was like, she wants to start like a, a beauty channel on like YouTube or something. And she's like, can't be that hard. And I was like, no, it's pretty fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, but I know how to do makeup. I know how to do camera. And I'm like, listen, I don't know anything about beauty. I don't know nothing about makeup. Yeah. But like, there's almost, there's very few things I've ever done in my life where I said to myself, oh, this actually isn't that hard. Yeah. I did it and it wasn't that hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most things are like pretty damn challenging. 100%. You know what I mean? And like uh, someone who spends a lot of time doing business in Africa, whenever I meet like people who are successfully running businesses in like in a transcontinental like sense, I'm always like just gobsmacked at yeah. the incredible like like acumen and ability that takes because not one of them has like a Goldman Sachs background. Yeah. No one of them has like an MBA. It's like a lot of ingenuity, a lot of savvy, but also just a lot of like dogged determination 100%. to get through these spaces. Yeah. Yeah. I, I add a second thing to that too that has maybe come with uh, with with uh, maybe getting older. I don't know. Um, uh, there's kind of two ways that I view opportunities. The one is uh, uh, either ride the tsunami and uh, get into a wave and kind of surf that, um, or go find water in the desert. Yeah. Um, I think you're told as a as an entrepreneur, kind of with a blank slate, go find water in the desert yeah, type yeah. thing. <laughs> you're bought things ahead of time and. Uh, um, uh, I mean, you find a lot of just like dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's already going to become a dead body, right? Like, yeah. uh, I've been around a lot of that myself. Yeah, I've, I've been part of a lot of dead, dead body companies. Yeah. Um, so maybe my advice to your, uh, to, the, to, to your friend was like, uh, well, maybe she should go and do that, right? If it's, if it's swimming a tsunami, yeah, yeah. it's a kind of the, the, uh, a few things, a few kind of uh, trends sort of merge together there, and uh, there's something that'll come out. And I think as long as you're um, a good entrepreneur, will serve that will, will surf that tsunami properly. Yeah. They'll uh, uh, they'll either ride it out to the top, become kind of the best. She'll become the best influencer in the world and become yeah. a billionaire, or she will ride it in kind of a a decent fashion. It will land her somewhere down the road because there's enough money, um, enough swell, enough people kind of on that opportunity that will. We'll get her into the industry. So maybe she doesn't become sort of an influencer, yeah. but yeah, she becomes a, a person that, that sells makeup and she starts a business that way. Type Correct. Thing. So uh, um, uh, we, I think you're, you're told to be a, uh, uh, to go find water in the desert. Yeah. Uh, and some people have said that to be like that. I mean, that's Elon Musk, what Elon Musk wants to do, right? Is yeah. become find water in the desert. He uh, did it with $180 million in the bank. Yeah, you know? sure. <laughs> uh, 100%. Well. Um, I kind of the way that I frame things right now is like let's go find let's go surf the tsunami yeah. it, it's far more fun um, there's growth there um, and there's opportunity there that will land to kind of some degree there, there's, there's got to be an element of a soft landing um, uh, in a world like that so uh, mm. that's the way that I kind of view it speaking of deserts um, when, when you invested in us like 2015 we were part of that like very very idiotic like lunatic group of people who are all chasing Uber. Yeah. Because like every single tech newspaper in the world was just going crazy about Uber. Like I think Uber was the greatest PR company in the world. Yeah. <laughs> By far, yeah. right? And I was speaking to Raul from Peach about this the other day. And I was saying to him, you know, like I really respect Raul because Raul got into FinTech at a time when FinTech wasn't sexy. Yeah. Right? And like Raul and them ignored a lot of the noise that was in the market and it's kind of stuck with yeah. them, right? Whereas like hands down without even like like bullshitting, I got sucked into it. Like, yeah. 100%. I was like, man, this has got to work. And look, it is working and like we were a bit early, you yeah. know what I mean? But like you see it now, right? Like, you know, throw a rock and there's a delivery company somewhere. 100%. But the real tragedy for me in hindsight though was that like the opportunity wasn't on demand. Yeah. The opportunity for that decade for me was SARS. Right? Yeah, yeah. And like, no one wanted to build SARS because SARS wasn't in tech. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, it was like one or two SARS companies that were like billion dollar opportunities, like yeah. Slack and Asana. And then everyone else ignored the other like army of $100 million companies below them. Right? Yeah. Whereas like in the Uber world, there was just Uber and Lyft and that was it. Yeah. There was really nothing, not much going on below them, right? Whereas in SARS, Thanks. You could have had a thirty million dollar like exit, with not not easily, but I'm just saying like with a lot less like stress. Yeah. Because like you know my, my argument is it's not that it's easier; it's just simpler. Yeah. My goal is really simple. I'm building a piece of software that people use and they pay me for it every single month, as opposed to I'm building a piece of software 
and I'm coordinating a few drivers. And he's like, and, yeah, and, yeah. and, and like, and the, 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 you know, people told me in those days, and fuck anyone who gives you advice. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck everyone who gives advice on planet Earth. Yeah, yeah. People were like, yeah, but you should stick with this, because think about all the extra value that we created by mastering these different crafts. Yeah. And I was like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> well, that's not, but there's no, like, you didn't master any crafts. You just, like, you had a nervous breakdown. On, yeah, like, I this. Yeah. When, like, if I could go back to, like, that era, I would be like, guys, I'm going to build a SaaS business. Just take a blank wall, throw it at a vertical, yeah. and that's it, and just sit and wait and just, like, accrue customers slowly and slowly improve the product. And, like, over 10 years... You'd be winning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like really nicely. And like remember that's the MRR and like a SaaS business is ridiculous. 100%. Right? And yeah. so the profit margins. Yeah. Right? And like you can even also compete. Like you can have infinite like players in this space, right? 100%. Like, I mean, look at customer service companies. There's like a billion of them. 100%. And they're all doing relatively yeah. well compared to, to like the, the graveyard of Uber clones. Like, 100%. Market, right? Well, a few things out of that, a few strands out of that. We invested in you and yeah. Simon. Yeah. I think over a coffee, I don't know if we even sat down, it was yeah. like, these guys are the best. I think, I think I'd laughed 20 times before we even uh, yeah. got offered through our, uh, our lattes. Yeah. And we're like, we're in. These yeah. dudes are, are legends, which shows to some degree our, uh, um, our poor, back then, our poor... We're glad you were there, right? Like, you, but you, look, I think we st- to some degree, like a lot of this is like, the way we look at the world is like, it's 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 founder led. Yeah. And you guys are insane. A great team, and there was an exit. Yeah. To some degree, the Uber thing was big, and uh, it, it maybe wasn't easy, but it validates my comment on finding water in the desert, uh, looking for water in the desert versus uh, yeah, tsunami. Yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. there was a, there was a soft landing. The business one drop still running right now, right? It's been yeah. acquired. Uh, um, there was a landing there, yeah. type thing. So uh, to some degree, maybe validates my. Um, my no, no, it completely thing. validates it. But yeah. the, the other wave next to it is yeah. a much bigger, more lucrative so, wave. Coming back to what you made about, mentioned about Raul, well, like he came and uh, pitched us to use his. Uh, uh, um, to use peach payments years ago when we started happy. I'm like, dude, like we would pay you. Like, what, what, what are you doing? Like, there's no way that you're gonna be able to kind of mm. disrupt this. Like, what are you thinking? And um, he's just slowly, fundamentally built a good, strong, solid company. Um, a great user experience that I didn't actually appreciate that you needed uh, um, as a payments company. Right? As, as yeah. a payments company, and um, they're the go-to guys. They, they, they were guys that I will use. Uh, um, when you kind of re-platform for, uh, uh, for, for a payments company. Mm. Um, and they're just in a great business. So that kind of takes me to, to the second point, what you mentioned right there about SaaS. Um, uh, and where my kind of head lands right now, putting away all the kind of the VC garbage and mm. following trends and things like that, it's just kind of build a fundamentally good, strong business. Yeah. You're so right about the SaaS thing. Um, it's nice to... It's B2B, which I think also kind of simplifies things. You're dealing with kind of a... Um, a, uh, a consumer um, uh, kind of I, I, it's far more scientific I think it can yeah. be far more scientific B2B um, uh, B2C is dealing with customers on any given day and, that, and the trends that change in that and uh, trying, to, trying to sometimes uh, hit, a, uh, hit a dartboard with that um, uh, but it's just building you know, building a fundamental SaaS business is just that like, you can see the blocks that need to go together um, and it's knocking down those putting those blocks together and chasing scale within that. And mm. um, uh, I think fundamentally, that's how I look at every business. And uh, you, you framed it so right there mm. too. Like, it, you, yes, you're writing a tsunami uh, type thing, but the right lens to have on it was kind of a fundamental SaaS business that uh, uh, built with structure from the ground up um, and uh, taking the time to build that uh, long-term objectives as, as, as you mentioned uh, previously. And uh, yeah, go and go out and build a business that makes more profit across the yeah, the yeah, of time. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. margins are everything at the end of the day. Right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. like, it, it's all good and well to have a billion rand business, but if you're sitting on like five percent margin, it's not really sure. that billion rand you, right? Yeah. But if you're building, like, you know, like a hundred million rand business with a fifty percent margin, hey, that's a great business, you know? What yeah, I think what a lot of entrepreneurs need to do too, which also. Taking the time, we've taken the time to think about right now is like, what are you trying to build for? Like, some of these things need to be uh, need to be built for like Sequoia type exits and Correct. like get into multi billion dollar companies with with one percent margins. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I 
don't know if I can build that, and I, I, I can't invest in that. Um, uh, it's building fundamentally sound business. Does it need cash, yes or no? Um, if it does need cash, it's still gonna be fundamentally sound, and it just gets you kind of one or two years ahead of, uh, um, ahead of schedule um, in, in terms of that kind of end game type thing. Mm. So uh, that's kind of fundamentally how we view the, these things now. And um, I hope that doesn't sound too kind of unambitious at time. No, thing, no, I no, 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 because at the end of the day, like I think the problem with ambition is that we've been sold ambition from an American like yeah. marketing firm, right? And American marketing firms will sell you everything but the truth. Yeah. Right? So it's like, you must have ambition to build like a trillion dollar company. Yeah. It's like, fuck off. You don't know how much money a trillion dollars is. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> you, you literally cannot yeah. conceive of a trillion dollars. Yeah. Right? And like when you tell people the difference between a billion and like a million. Yeah. Know, people are always like, oh, I want to be a billionaire. It's like, do you know how much money a billion dollars yeah. is? Like it's, it's absolutely absurd when you think about it. Right? Yeah. But then like, but then, like, people, like, say, oh, like, 100 million, that's not enough for me. It's like, fuck you. You've never had 100 million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't know how much money yeah, yeah, Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I know I've got friends who've got, like, 20, 30 million dollar exits. Yeah. And they're like, I'm retired, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm good. And life is I'm good, right? Fucking, like, life is great. 100%. I know how good their life is. Right? And that's probably the biggest thing, is, like, is appreciating what you got and being Correct. grateful of yeah. that. But it, it's... Founders are still kind of confounded, and in that kind of cycle, um, I, I, I look at um, uh, Lula, the, 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 the fintech company I mentioned earlier, mm. the, the, the Neobank, and uh, they started with that kind of Sequoia lens on the business, and you've got to kind of, they kind of got to finish that, that journey. They, they've got to take the funding all the way to the top, um, and uh, we were the, the first investor into that business, um, we mentioned earlier, we spoke about how we're, uh, we're entrepreneurs that invest in entrepreneurs and uh, we like to be kind of alongside still for that journey and be a sounding board for them. But they've got other sounding boards that have come through the course of time. And uh, um, the biggest thing that the founder came to me the other day with was like, uh, got this, got this round coming up. Um, I really haven't taken any money off the table for seven years now. Um, uh, I'd love to take just a bit of cash to like pay down a bit of my, my, my home loan, uh, but all the guys in that in, in the, uh, all the big VCs say no, you don't want to do that. You don't want to you don't want to signal you don't want to signal that you're taking cash on the table. Um, you don't want to uh, you want to be doubling down for when you get that billion dollar exit that you've got all that money in the uh, think about all that money you're going to have then, and it's kind of utter bullshit. You've gone yeah. on for seven years. Yeah. Uh, they're being self-serving. Uh, they don't want you to dilute. They want more of your skin in the game. Uh, um, uh, so that you that you kind of your knife is still under your head is still under that knife, um, uh, and and my advice is you, you want to take a bit of cash off that table, make your life a bit easier. It's going to yeah. make you uh, uh, go into work and be a better entrepreneur, um, a calmer entrepreneur, and uh, uh, yeah, de-risk yourself to some degree. You've worked hard for seven years; it's worth you doing that. I think so. Uh, no, definitely, um, and and I think that's the problem. Is there's so much gas, right? So yeah, was like telling you like do this thing that I read on a blog on Substack. Oh, exactly. You know I mean? And it's like, but have you done that? It's like, no. It's yeah. Like, so then, why, why would I think <laughs> Exactly. You know. Um, so, 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 so like, my argument for the world today, and um, I got invited to this really awkward, like, founders event for, like, a bunch of, like, grad students at Vits the other day, and yeah. asked me to speak. And, like, the first thing I said was, like, don't listen to what I have to say. But, like, there are a few things I can tell you that you should do. Yeah. Know? Like, I eat, don't listen to what I'm going to say. And, like, the one thing that, like, a lot of these kids were all talking about, like, Web3. And, like, this one had this. And this one had that. Yeah. And some of that. And some of that. And I was, like, you need to be able to come to me with an incredibly great cogent argument as to why Web3 is bullshit Jesus. before yeah. you start yeah. Web3 business. Yeah. Because the problem with it is that, like, it's too easy to get, like, the confirmation bias you get from these yeah. like big, you know, influencer types who make millions of dollars selling like vitamins on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like crypto, yeah right? exactly. Yeah, um, and like just make money off like uh, brilliance and like uh, Skillshare, which is like, <laughs> Skillshare. Look, brilliant always freaks me out because whenever I see a brilliant ad, I'm like. Is Brilliant actually a content company? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like all the stuff that I want is sponsored by Brilliant. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm getting quite like suspicious as to yeah. what's going on. It's really even a real thing. Probably is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, 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 like, I was also one of the people who was excited by Web3. But, like, over time, I've just spent a lot of time trying to find out why Web3 is wrong, 
And that steel manning of that argument got yeah. to the point that I was like, oh, no, 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 this doesn't make any sense, yeah. right? Like, um, I was in London a few weeks ago, a few months ago, and um, I went to a Web3 event. And like, the one thing that blew my mind about the Web3 event is that like, there were 100 people there and 80 MBAs. Yeah. There was like 15 to 10 hackers there. Yeah. And I was like, this is how, how is this the future of the internet if no one's building anything yet? Yeah, 100%. I'm building, I'm building. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 you started a company and you hired people to build it for you. But you're not building, you know, like you're not fucking around. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like my argument is like, no, I don't buy Web3. Even if Web3 is big in the future, like, you know, it's also big in the future. Like yeah. trading fucking sulfur. <laughs> I will, I'll trade my sulfur on the yeah. side, right? But like, I look at the world today and I've got a very crazy idea. It's crazy now, but I think it's not going to be crazy in the future. Is like, for me, the next SaaS opportunity of our, no, sorry, not SaaS, bigger than SaaS, much bigger. The micro, the, 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 the semiconductor level size opportunity, yeah. which I will definitely not win, by the way, just disclaimer. Yeah. I'm not going to be the next Steve Jobs. I know that. Yeah. Right? right? I, I know my strengths. You're comfortable with that. But like, what I am curious about is A, getting into the space because the sheer like fun factor is just ridiculous and fun. And like, yeah. the, the amount of people I've met in it are just like, too crazy to ignore. Yeah. That I'm like, I want to be a part of this because yeah. it seems like fun. And this looks exactly like early computing and this looks like early web too. And it's like, that's biotechnology, right? Yeah. But not like uh, Moderna biotechnology. I'm talking more like a CRISPR hacking biotechnology. Yeah. Because like, you want to hang out with on like Discord servers there and like people even I meet in South Africa, all fucking mental. Yeah. Like, crazy. <laughs> like absurdly crazy, but working and hacking nonstop. Yeah. And that gets me super excited. Yeah. Because on a long enough time scale, those guys will build an app somewhere, somewhere, you know. Yeah. But the crazy thing is, like, and this is the thing about tech and VC that I always like fuck with people. I always say is that like your job as a VC is to invest in the future, but the future cannot look like the present. So even now, when like I see like guys investing in Web three and saying this is going to be the future, I'm like, no, Baba, this is still present. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like, I, like, I've yet to meet anyone in the VC space who's like, I'm going to take a bet on biotech. Yeah. You know, because it's like. Because like you're gonna lose, yes, sharp. Yeah, yeah. But you need to lose in order to find the winners in that space. Sure. Because it's crazy. Sure. And that's the great thing about it. Because it's crazy. Like the 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 market size is tiny, right? Yeah. But 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 the market size's potential is eight billion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I certainly don't know any VCs. I don't know of any VCs that uh, that that shift that paradigm to what you mentioned. That fund those types of things. Yeah. It's kind of like. Uh, uh, yeah, they're there to make money, I guess. You can't you can't begrudge them, but um, they've got to see that kind of definitive exits. Uh, they, 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 they'd rather just 10x, 20x their money. It, it, a law of averages yeah. uh, succeed with more money at the end of the day versus really kind of change the world. Correct. Uh, kind of to your point. So uh, uh, that's the struggle, I guess, with with, uh, with building in South Africa specifically, um, but largely in the world that I've kind of probably been around. Um, and another kind of point comes to mind that you mentioned right now is uh, maybe advice to kind of entrepreneurs is like um, there's always this thing kind of build what you're passionate about mm. uh, it's rather be passionate about what you build mm. or passionate about what you're going to go out go and do every single day so you mentioned joining these discord servers getting kind of blown away by this world that, that's the way to view the opportunity that you want to go and do don't don't follow this passion because it's gonna. What you're gonna go and do is gonna suck. There's gonna be those, as you said earlier, uh, more bad days than good days. Mm-hmm. But if you're approaching it with every day going in with passion, being around people you want to be around, solving an opportunity that you that 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 uh, that feels like fun, um, that's the way to go and do things and build things and kind of solve opportunities versus. Uh, um, not to disrespect your friend from earlier about the yeah. makeup, but I'm really passionate about makeup, therefore I'm yeah. going to go build makeup. It's rather be passionate about what you're going to do every single day. Correct. Um, that's the way you're going to go get a... Uh, uh, you're just going to have way more fun in life and, and, and more than likely solve things mm. um, and get, come up with some sort of ending as opposed to getting halfway down kind of a track, thinking you're tracing, believing this kind of mantra of uh, uh, um, do what, you, what you're passionate about. And... Uh, um, it, it blows up and then you can hate everything I guess mm. is uh, the way that I like to frame it too yeah yeah. I don't know like I think it's, it's super hard especially in such a noisy world to see opportunities for what they really are yeah and then it's even harder to like to 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 to, to, to just be a loser 
if that makes sense. Yeah. Because like, like I always say, like, man, being a loser is great because you can just do weird shit on your own. Yeah. Right? But because the internet has essentially aggregated the world online, like, it's really impossible, to, like, and really hard to be like completely original and completely like the first person to think of something. Yeah. Because like, there's so many. It's what we done before. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But but like, what I liked about the biotech space that I'm like flirting with, and yeah. like, I wanted like this very <clears throat> possibly illegal. Crystal. <laughs> I'm not sure that's banned in Germany, but like we'll see if it gets to the customs. Yeah. It's South Africa, so I'm very confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you just put like crisps on yeah. it, you know, it's like, going to come Africa, in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're a very unique country. Um, the reason I get excited about it is because I definitely will not make any money off it now, and I'm yeah. not making money in the next five years. But this, I, I'm very optimistic about it because the application is so revolutionary because. Everything we've done is like around the body yeah. or on the body. Yeah. But very little happens within or like to the body to yeah. like uh, create something truly like interesting. Yeah. Right? Like, don't get me wrong, the smartphone is the greatest augmentation, like surgery I've ever had in my entire life, yeah. right? But at the same time, like, you know, I mean, I, mean, I follow this one guy on Twitter who's like doing some really unique CRISPR stuff around his HIV like diagnosis and shit. Yeah. And I'm always like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see more of this. Like, yeah. this is exciting, yeah. right? But, like, if you're, like, building something with Dali or, like, well, okay, sorry, I take that back. Dali's great. Dali 2 and GPT-3 is great. But, I mean, like, uh, most of the other things I see, I'm like, that's cool and everything. But, like, I don't think that's the thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, like, you don't seem genuine in it. Yeah. You know? You've got too many, like, uh, you, you look the part, you sound the part, yeah. you do the part, but... There's no underlying substance there. You yeah. Know what I mean, it's like, and like a great heuristic I find for like partners and people I want to work with is like hobbies, right? Yeah, hundred percent. So like, yeah, yeah. So like, what what do you like really geek out on? Yeah. You know, like, and if, if if someone's like, I geek out on like tech, it's like that's not a real hundred percent, right? Yeah. It's like, right, geek out on like, it's like you need to be geeking out on like things you shouldn't probably talk about in public. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've got like a friend who like loves birds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And like brilliant coder, super smart, right? But like on the weekends, you just really want to yeah, yeah, yeah. the eagles across yeah. the Western Cape. And I was like, you and me are going to be friends forever. Yeah. Because I don't like this. But I'm 100%. And like, I think there are way too many kids today who are like, their hobby is their identity yeah. as opposed to something else. Yeah. And like, the, the danger of that in my mind is that like, your identity can't be a hobby because your identity is like not a real thing, it's just yeah. like made up, right? But if like you're super into like I don't know like 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 uh, I don't know, like photography yeah. for instance, you know what I mean? I'm like you spend like thousands of rounds a year like just taking photos of like strange things. Hundred percent. Like, this is cool, man. I yeah. can I can fuck with this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think. Uh... Curiosity, like yeah. curiosity and freedom. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. And those are the people you want to be around and uh, uh, want to build with. It's certainly, in my, my perspective, and, and, and Dan and I are uh, my business partner are, are different builders, mm. and um, he's a real driver and yeah. making things happen, mm. numbers adding up. Um, I'm more uh, uh, getting absorbed into the problem and the, and building a process with the right people that kind of builds that mm. process. Mm. And uh, um, uh, kind of in my own case, we have got people. Is how do I find talent that goes and uh, uh, goes and builds that, or, or hidden talents? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the, the maybe the bigger talents, uh, and maybe they're less curious people. But like those people go into uh, they they work in banks and things like that. So mm-hmm. uh, how do you find people in the periphery, um, the, the bird watchers and things like that? That is really. That's the most fun. Those are the people that I want to be around every single yeah. day. And those are the people that I want to build with. And these offices upstairs are kind of uh, filled with those types of people. Mm. Um, kind of maybe my one example was uh, uh, the girl that headed up operations a few years back for Hyperly was um, uh, she was the GM for uh, the SBCA in South Africa. Hectic. She had like, zero business background. Hectic. But this 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 lady brought to the school like an incredibly person incredible person curious person um loved animals and went and to think to some degree from what i understand is like made the spca just a way better entity pre and post her involvement in it and uh i really appreciate that innate innate curiosity um that innate problem solving ability that she brought to kind of a yeah a pretty traditional 
um, kind of e-commerce business. And, and uh, her way of solving things was, uh, uh, was great. And, and being around her uh, and her nature was, uh, was fun. And uh, um, yeah, I love, uh, I really love, I know that I'm in a, uh, my company's in a good place, when the freaks are kind of flying free type of thing, mm, and everyone's mm, kind mm, of mm. Uh, helps let that in a freak out type yeah. thing, and uh, uh, those are the people in the periphery that I look for to look for, for that, that that can provide kind of success, kind of in our uh, um, in our market, can't afford kind of the uh, the massive salaries. I don't think I want to work with those types of guys anyway, right? Like you want to have those guys who are looking to to solve things differently. Yeah. Well, mercenaries behave like mercenaries. Yeah. Right? Sure. So it's like you get like a whole bunch of like Bain and McKinsey guys then. They are essentially as soon as you pay them their first check, looking for their next pay. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, so it's like 100%. you're paying me two hundred thousand rand a month. Cool. I'm looking for two forty now. Yeah. All right. So I'm getting out the door and I'm walking around and I'm shaking hands with yeah. people trying to get my next. Pay. Yeah, hundred percent. That's the only way I can see myself actually creating value for the yeah. future. You know. Whereas, like, um, I don't know, man. Like, like I was looking at your Twitter before this before this interview and. You tweeted, retweeted something about Naval Ravikant, and it was like, only the misfits will survive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I'm, I, I, huge bias, of course. Yeah. I was always a misfit growing up, and still a misfit now. But there's something like really comforting and like emancipating by hanging out with misfits because there's a, there's a certain high appreciation for openness. Yeah. From the outset. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, like um, I went to this one party that was like a non-binary, genderqueer party, you know, in the center. Yeah. And like met the most incredible hacker I've ever met in my life. Yeah. I've <laughs> been like working on stuff with her on the weekend. Yeah. And like we're like building really cool, fun, interesting things that repeatedly do not make money. Yeah. Right? But like because she's so incredible at hacking that like I like I'll tell her an idea and I'll work on it and then I'll go, sure. And then she'll be like, Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Why don't I be the adult to just fix the whole thing? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. No, I, 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 can, I, can, I can code this and just yeah. really can't. And then she does it. And then like, we're like, wow, look at this really beautiful piece of art we created in a digital format yeah. that has no economic value. You know? And people are like, why would you do that? Why don't you try something that makes money? And I'm like, because creating is far more powerful than like making an extra 10,000 yeah. grand. Because that shit compounds every time. 100%. 100%. Right? So, so, so like, my thing is like, I'm always creating stuff. I don't care about whether or not it succeeds or doesn't succeed. Like, I just like things and I like to make things because my mind always says that even if this thing doesn't work, will making this thing make you happy? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, then I do it. And then like, I don't spend that money on like cocaine or like, yeah. alcohol or like, <laughs> I don't know, like weird fucking things. Yeah. Like, I mean, so I'd like rather like, like the one thing I'm doing right now is building capes. Yeah, like, you know, like, amazing. Like, like a cape, like, like it's <laughs> and like it's got a hood, and like it's very dramatic, and like, yeah. you know, and like I spent like all this money on it, and then like my mom was like, oh, you should, you know, you, you know, you should try get these in Woolies, and I'm like, no, not the pad, yeah, you know what I mean, and she's like, so why are you doing this? Because like, yeah. kids are fucking dope, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. Okay, there's, there's kind of a counter to your argument, which is like, uh, uh, if if you use your. Uh, uh, well, it's an analogy similar to that to the, the pirates, yeah. uh, the misfits, but, but the, pirates long, uh, the pirate that's around long enough becomes a captain of a ship. Correct. Um, <laughs> and then it does become formalized and things like that. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. you look at our president, right? Like he, he fought the establishment and yeah, he was yeah. for the people. Uh, <laughs> and now he's, uh, he's risen to the top echelons, right? So, uh, right, like the great uh, irony. Exactly. So tragic, it's, right? uh, that's it. So I guess you've got to kind of, uh, um, you kind of always got to be true to yourself. And I think, I'm a generation X, whatever it is, yeah. and like I look at millennials right now, like everyone just gives them kind of a bad time. Yeah. But there's no generation in the history of this world that is more attuned, kind of spiritually and kind of fundamentally. Um, uh, therapy. <laughs> potentially, but I mean, they're doing stuff that is by and large more than likely not driven by kind of under fundamental. The fundamental misgivings that have got the world to where it is right now, type yeah. thing, and they're being counted to that. Yeah. And um, I think that's just wonderful. Like it's uh, yeah. the, the old, uh, the old men in suits, the old grey-haired men are like, look at these people kind of screwing up themselves, screwing up the world. But like, I view it slightly differently. Like these are the people you want to be around. Correct. These are the people that are uh, uh, are, uh, I think, solving things probably in the in the right way and going about it, having a bit of fun along the way. So uh, yeah. I, I watched a really interesting documentary about the CIA, and um, have you ever seen like the CIA World Book Fact Book? No. It's like it's like it's like really available online. It's like this this document that the CIA produces every single year about like facts around the world, and like it's an intelligence agency, so yeah. intelligence collections are like their bread and butter. 
And there's this really great story of the CIA trying to create Facebook in like the late 80s. Yeah. And failing. And then trying the same Facebook project again in the 90s. And then like by 2010, they tried again. And then one of like the CIA like mysterious shadowy characters yeah. is like, no, but guys, there's Facebook. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> we wanted to create a database on 400 million Americans, yeah. right? And like understand their likes, their tastes, da 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 And it's like, yeah, that's like, well, he didn't. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? And going back to your millennial argument is, I think the current stage that we're in right now is a lot of the problems that the world faces right now are like truly tremendous, right? Like the climate crisis, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. The climate crisis is like, there's no magic bullet, right? And like the more I research it, the more I'm like, fuck. Yeah. There's very little room to maneuver, but it, it is, it is a man, if we can manage the insanity, I think over the next 50 years, we can like get that yeah, utopia so, that we're all yeah, chasing, right? Yeah. But there's no like, ESCOM goes completely renewable tomorrow, like the climate's in a better place. Like there's yeah. so many things that need to be unbundled and then rebundled together because you, you can't break something and then imagine that that problem is like no longer a problem. Yeah. You need to, you, you need to like, um, you need to beyond meat the yeah. meat, right? Yeah. So like, you can't just say, stop eating meat. No, no, yeah. you need to beyond meat because beyond meat is like tasty. And then people won't stop eating hamburgers. But to yeah. get people to stop, if you think that people will stop eating hamburgers, you're crazy, right? So, 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 so like, going back to my argument and the world that we're currently living in today, like, a big challenge that we have right now is that political will doesn't direct itself very efficiently to solve problems, right? And then, like, I got into, like, a huge screaming match on Twitter the other day, and everyone was like, you're obviously an ANC supporter. And I was like, hell no. It's yeah. an ANC supporter. It's like, no. And it's like, you're an ANC supporter. It's like, no. It's like, so then what are you? Yeah. I'm like, wait, why is that the special? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then, like, the question I asked you, this, like, this leader of, like, the Twitterati was, why do you guys back traditional representative democracy so much? Yeah. And they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, that's just the game, right? Yeah. Why not just change the game? Yeah. And then, like, you'll have different outcomes. And they're like, yeah, but like this works. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This doesn't work. This just keeps going. Yeah. It's not that it's working, all right? So like the problem that I think that and like we're seeing the end of the empire now with like, you know, the geriatrics in the United States and throughout the world, really yeah. the world, is that like the problem with and even our current president is this poor dude cannot solve this problem yeah. because he can't see the solution that's possible because he's too ingrained in the current system. 100%. Right? So it's like um, a friend of mine went to a really big private school, like Michael House, and one day we were talking and we were saying, like, imagine if Michael House was like a queer-friendly space and you could like just be like gay and have fun yeah. and so on and so forth. And then I was like, why does it have to be Michael House? Why can't we just yeah. create that? Yeah. You know, like, why does it have to be this old thing that has to be transformed? Like, just create a new one. You know what I mean? Like, it's, there's, there's, there's no like tragedy yeah. and loss there, right? Like. Cities get destroyed and created over time. Totally, hundred percent. And like yeah. the same with like the education system. Like you're a father. Yeah. Like, like my, my, my brother. Like before he had his kid, was like, my kids have to go to St. John's. Bloody St. John's. Hundred percent. Yeah. I got a kid. He's like, wait, why do you have to go to like a normal school anyway in the first place? Yeah. You know what I mean, and like I think the thing that gets me extremely optimistic about South Africa and the world that we're in right now is that this is just puberty. Yeah. And the next step is going to be like being a man. Yeah, being a man's great. Yeah, like you're tall, you got a deep voice, you yeah. can lift things, you're strong. You know what I mean? And like, and like, my my arguments to a lot of young people is like, guys, let's stop fighting their wars. Yeah, let's just start creating new things. You know, hundred percent. I mean? There's no shortage. Yeah, right? like there's like no lack of opportunity. It's just that like we need to just organize each other in such a way that we can get to a point where we can have that capsule allocation of political work. Yeah, to build something interesting. Hundred percent. Know? As opposed to like just saying. Like, like some fuckwit in Joburg that I know is like, like, I'm starting a political party in 2024. And I'm like, but then how come you, why don't you think you're going to end up like a parent? And he's like, oh, because I've got ethics. And I'm like, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's, he's not the best, like, ethics isn't going to solve the yeah. problem. Like, just let's go from scratch. Why don't we just think of English? Play a different, play a different game. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's exactly it. And like way too many kids want to play the same game that their parents did and like expect different outcomes. Yeah, and sure. Like, Guys, uh, I don't think South Africa will survive. Yeah. Like, I'm 100% not wrong in South Africa. But like the, that place that sits between the borders of like Angola and like Cape Town, 
That will still be here for centuries, yeah, millennia. Yeah, right? Sure, exactly. It's something different. So yeah, let's just reorganize. Hundred percent, right? Like, uh, what's the big deal? You know, don't get attached to that. I think. Yeah. I think it's um, it comes with age. It's like just looking for that security, and yeah. like, uh, yeah. you just got to keep pushing that away. And Correct. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, um, it's fundamentally a broken game, a broken system. Correct. It's two political parties. It, it, it's across the world, right? It's not just here, right? Like, oh, I mean, you look no, at the no, US, no. the US is... Uh, it's more extreme. Uh, exactly. Right. Um, uh, security, you find some sort of comfort to it. They screw yeah. up that, that uh, things aren't so bad here. But uh, uh, it's people chasing that, un uh, that, that fundamental underlying security versus... Uh, at, at the risk of getting uh, spirituals, <laughs> like it's it's really solving something. Looking for building that utopia that you want to be a part of. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly it. Like why not? Let's just chase that. Hundred percent versus chasing the wrong metrics, chasing right. kind of an old man's game, yeah. uh, um, chasing that money. Um, it's breaking the hold on that system, which. Uh, um, yeah, I'm fundamentally core and part of. Like you mentioned, Team Africa Ventures. Like yeah. uh, uh, you fundamentally. Building some sort of security, um, thinking you're building that, but to a large degree, it's probably just some sort of illusion. It's it something. Is. It's it uh, uh, it's rather doing something fun, building funding in uh, uh, in this new world that kind of builds that kind of utopia. Is, is, yeah. uh, uh, is a better lens to kind of have on, uh, I mean, on the game. Why can't we continue having a good time? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, why why do we have to like like I've got a lot of friends who like. Two kids, they own like property and like they got shares in the JSC and then like they they're just a carbon copy of their parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like you know, they get drunk and they they, they, they open up and they're like, I'm not happy, yeah. I hate net bank. <laughs> <laughs> so why are you there? So yeah. Because like, I got kids and I'm like, cool, but then why don't you just like cut down your lifestyle? And yeah. Then, like seek out something that makes it a bit better. It's like my yeah. kids need the best education. And it's like yeah. yeah, but the best education isn't like in some weird, like asymmetric thing that it used to be, yeah. right? where like you could only get the best education in one place. Yeah, it's like my man, this is YouTube. Yeah, that's the best education. Yeah, you can ever get, hundred percent. You know what I mean? But there's no underlying security of a certificate that's going to make you. Uh, Ooh, that so, security is going to evaporate. Exactly. Sure, hundred percent. But I couldn't agree more. It's uh, uh, it's putting away that uh, putting away that security, and. I mentioned equanimity and uh, I'm happy with where Team America Ventures is right now. Like, I fundamentally believe that. Like, I just have a fun doing what I do right now, not worrying about a balance sheet mm. and going out and changing and building a world that I want to see and be a part of. That's, yeah, that's yeah, away from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not naive, so I'm not yeah. saying like me poor and suffer. No, sure. no, no, no. But I'm just saying like, um, did you ever watch that documentary, um, Wild Wild Country, about yeah. the Indonesian guys? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, oh, sure, yeah. So, 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 legend, so. legend. <laughs> a lot of things that a lot of people have issues with, and yeah. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. But fuck me, man. The fact that he got that many people yeah. into one space to build a new world was mind-blowing. Yeah. Mind-blowing. And these guys were committed, and they had the right ideas. And I'm just saying, like, South Africa, we've got so many unemployed people yeah. that, like, especially in my generation, that being employed is almost like an outlier. Yeah, now, sure. Right? Yeah. But, like, no one's willing to take, like, the ballsy step to say, hey, guys, why don't we just build, like, a free state yeah. in the free state? Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> by, like, a huge small holding, right? Okay? And, like, we all work together to just consistently, like, do menial jobs to just buy, like, resources. Yeah. Like, like bricks and cement. And, like, we'll just build a city, right? Yeah. And, like, we can build this, like, small utopia that's kind of hippie-ish and shit yeah. like that. But like you know, like at least in that way, there's there's some kind of potential opportunity. Whereas like the current system is like the ANC is going to provide five million jobs by this year, and yeah. it's like fuck off. Yeah. We know it's not true. Like we know it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? I don't think you can ever win a fight that is political, religious, race. Mm. You, 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 to some degree, I wonder if those fights are worth. They, 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 those fights have to happen because there needs to be a a, a tip or point where. Uh, where, they, where those problems can be attacked, um, mm. but nothing will fundamentally change. I think those arguments will still be 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 had or being have had, and they have been had for millennia in the past, without kind of this fundamental break with yeah. kind of the core. Yeah. We had monarchies, we built democracies. Yeah, right. And like there was a break there. Right? Yeah, in France, they cut people's fucking heads off. Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> saying. Yeah, and like, and now I'm saying, like, guys, like, stop trying to save the king. Yeah. 
kind of said all. Yeah. Because right? that, that form of France did not have the economic potential to serve sure. all of France. Yeah. And the current form of France doesn't have the current economic potential to serve all of France. Yeah. So we need to reorganize. Sure. Right? But like, there's way too many young people who are like still trying to like say that if we reorganize the current game a bit better, we'll get a bit more attention. Yeah. But it's like it's the FBI, the CIA, and Facebook, yeah. right? It's like you, you, you're trying to secretly procure this information, and it's you, you yeah, keep failing, yeah, right? Yeah. But then if you say here's a way to like yeah. promote self-esteem, all of a sudden you get everything that you it's want because I, you just yeah. look at the problem differently. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. like. We can solve this problem. We just need to just stop looking in the past and start looking towards yeah, the future. You know, and, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Utopia is a good word. It's used previously, and I think kind of the arc to that is uh, you've got to fundamentally have hope and believe yeah. that that is going to happen, and uh, otherwise, what's the point? Um, uh, and uh, in terms of human existence on this planet, I mean, it's been... It's been it's been, well, I don't know, as, as, as standing up creatures, yeah, it's uh, standing up creatures, it's... Uh, it's uh, it's been a few minutes in kind of mm. the uh, uh, in terms of the clock, and uh, you got to believe that we're gonna the arc towards it is nah. kind of ingenious humans is gonna human, human beings are far too resilient to like yeah, exactly fuck out. like yeah. I, I don't believe in like a lot of specific humans, <laughs> but the the, the, the the like you know I don't believe in like the backstreet yeah. individual backstreet boys, but the bad humankind yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and from that from where I said I'm like. Uh, there's a lot of panicking when there shouldn't be yeah. one and like there's not enough like reorganization thinking it's yeah. like it's like it's like everyone's like well I want to like 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 just I, I want to try to run away from this current problem yeah and I'm like but the problem isn't just here it's like everywhere yeah. it's, it's distributed so it's like well either engage with the problem or like like try building your future but don't 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 think that there's like an escape button. There's yeah. no escape button. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is like, it's, it's happening. It's like you're on shrooms. Yeah. Like you <laughs> That's probably a fundamentally core cool thing that I think uh, uh, um, kind of structured religions and uh, uh, such like have said, it's all cool, dude. There's going to be an escape plan. Just yeah. believe in this in this hype type thing. Yeah. This is and it, it, it right? It seems like, it's like, our political system <laughs> yeah. and financial yeah. system. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Like uh, this is it, right? Like, this is the. Uh, uh, find the peace and the pain and the yeah. uh, and the happiness that comes on this planet that we live in, and mm. uh, uh, look to solve things with that. Yeah. Correct. Before we, we wrap up, um, I suppose two strange but like interconnected questions. One, I, I I spoke to someone the other day, and I said to them that like the greatest thing about not necessarily poverty but challenges in your youth is that it helps you develop resilience. Yeah. And. I said that if you don't have challenges in your youth, it's very hard to develop resilience because how can you be resilient without challenges? Yeah. And I, like, do you think there's any way that, you know, I'm like, I'm 21, I'm a startup founder, like, I'm gonna go for it, like, and you have to give them advice to describe how to develop resilience. Is there any way you could describe that without going through it? Or like, no. yeah. You can. You... You can signpost it and be um, be a sounding board at, at points across that journey, but like you can't right? It's that that's that that's that um, analogy of a butterfly that uh, it's got to come out of the cocoon and feel that pain yes. and either die or flourish uh, versus the experiments they've or, uh, they've done not experiments they've done, but um, uh, people helping the butterfly out of the uh, uh, out of the cocoon. It will die, uh, yeah. um, kind of within 24 hours, because it hasn't gone through that struggle. It's it's rather analogous to that, where you you got to go through that pain yourself. You can't uh, by proxy feel it for someone else. Um, and maybe the piece of advice is to is to feel that pain, do something that you're gonna go in every day and enjoy, um, have a network of people around you. Someone that's maybe a step ahead of you that is in that pain journey that you can kind of bounce ideas off. Um, someone who's been through that journey to some degree fully uh, that uh, that you can really speak to and uh, uh, be a have them be a sounding board that kind of gets you out of your head and uh, pushing along. But by and large, you've got to run that journey yourself, yeah, and uh, yeah. you don't want to do it any other way. Maybe when you're a founder, I think maybe when I was that first time founder, it was like if I can just close my eyes long enough, or just ignore parts of this. Um, it'll kind of go away. It never goes away. Yeah. That pain, that pain does come. Um, being a founder, you more than likely may have to do some sort of public speaking. It's like, look, if I don't have to do that, and I can outsource that, and someone else will do it. Uh, yeah. It'll go away. 
you you got to feel that pain to some degree and, you uh, all the and enjoy it 100%. Because yeah. if, you, if you put it off, you're just going to eat it later. Exactly. And you froth, you know. Yeah, 100%. And so it's like, eat your veggies, get it over with, yeah. and then you can do it again. 100%. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and as an investor looking into people like that, I, um, I appreciate people that uh, have the flaws going through pain or have gone through pain and um, uh, are mindful of that and uh, mindful of the struggles that they've been through. And... Uh, Creates a mindfulness about them. You appreciate that about a founder, uh, and those are probably the guys you kind of want to be investing in. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I think it's 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 really important. Um, then, last question: um, What are you guys at Team Africa Ventures looking for, like in terms of like founders slash opportunities slash investments, etc. Like that. Yeah, uh, what are we looking for right now? I think. Uh, um, using my earlier analogy for kind of the last time of like uh, building, uh, building, uh, uh, serving the tsunami, um, it's it's uh, uh, it's building things kind of in our periphery, um, and uh, uh, and we'll break. It's things that are being broken. Like, don't get me wrong. We're not just going to uh, make more widgets type thing. Mm. It's build things that are broken. Um, uh, but just a bit close to home. Um, so we're looking at things kind of uh, um, in the insurance tech space and in, in kind of the fintech space that uh, that is broken that needs to be uh, uh, fixed. I mentioned that, that earlier uh, earlier insurance tech company building insurance tech for SMEs. Um, it's extremely broken for SMEs right now. You can't go the the, the big uh, kind of corporate incumbent insurers are. Uh, uh, or insuring for corporates, insuring for, 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 for with cookie cutter products that are going to make them more money, versus how do we uh, build a product for you as a plumber, you as a painter type thing, yeah. um, and really understanding people and then fulfilling their insurance needs. So um, uh, things like that they're looking to go solve. It's in our periphery. Um, it's a problem that we know we can solve uh, or have a good shot at solving or a better shot than something else. Um, so we're going to go after things like that. Um, in terms of founders, um, yeah, just curious. Uh, uh, um, Anti-fragile a lovely yeah. word that you've mentioned there too. Uh, uh, you just get that sense about someone who has that kind of X factor. Um, uh, I love someone with a bit of a freak that needs it kind of unleashed. Uh, someone that um, uh, is confident that's still, but still open to, to learning mm. for other people. Uh, so that's it. It's kind of the uh, um, those factors that we're looking for, like really good people with uh, with the problems, as I mentioned, kind of in our periphery. That's mm. uh, that's what we're looking to build right now. And, awesome. uh, and nice and slowly too. We're not solving it properly. We're not this kind of uh, uh, you know we're, we're, Yeah, we're not, not going to be a numbers game type thing. It's like yeah. let's let's look for two fun opportunities a year um, and uh, uh, go out and solve those, and, and let's see what comes out the other okay. side. I like it. I like it. Um, a mentor of mine gave the analogy that he said, and he likes sports and I like sports, and he's like, he likes to mentor and invest in people who like running the ball from their try line. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. terrifying. Yeah. But like, you can score quite easily yeah. from the try line, actually. Yeah. Because, because it's so, like, the other team does not believe you're going to do it. Yeah. Like, they're like, no, and they're going to, like, so, so, like, they overcommit. Yeah. It just creates huge gaps in the defense. You yeah. Know what I mean? So, I, I always like, I always like to remind myself that, like, when things are really tough, that, like, oh, now it's fun. Yeah. Because, like, now it's high stakes, and there's nothing more thrilling than high stakes. 100%. You know what I mean? That's why we watch F1. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy sure. sports like that. So, um, high stakes and, and, and a return. You know, yeah, yeah. Sure, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, let's, not, uh, let's not kid ourselves, I guess. Yeah, let's just keep that's riding the... the wave of that one exit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, thank you so much, man. Thank this you, man. Great. It's really always amazing it. talking with you, man. Awesome, awesome. Take it easy. Thank you so much for listening to that episode with me and Wayne Gosling. Um, yeah, I feel like there were some really awesome gems in that one. And we continuously cherish and welcome the support that you guys provide for us on this podcast. Um, as usual, please don't forget to rate and subscribe to this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. And most importantly, uh, don't forget to go to therapy because therapy is super important, as is like eating food and exercising. Thank you so much, folks. Have a great day.